Candace Parker put out, I'm going to say put out, her team put out a documentary. And it, well, it was kind of, that wasn't like a documentary. I was, I was chilling around the house on Sunday. Where was I? Where was my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was chilling around the house on Sunday and um, it was a Saturday or Sunday, Saturday. And I'm like, Candace Parker. And they were just playing all the stuff with Candace Parker. And I thought to myself, is Candace Parker the GOAT? No. One of Hear me out. <laughs> hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out before you just... <laughs> hey. No. Have we, come, have we underestimated Candace Parker? The best podcast on the planet, CBNK show. It is what it is because it goes down. I'm your host, Mr. CBNK himself, Mr. CBNK33. For those who know, you know, connect your boy Instagram. It is what it is underscore show. CBNK underscore global CBNK33. Look, this episode dedicated to Draymond Green. Draymond, you making my life work right now. You breathing energy into me. I'm liking what I am seeing. So this episode is entitled Free Draymond. We're going to cover the NBA in-season tournament, because it has been amazing. We're going to cover up what's going on with those Clippers that are not clipping, and we're going to cover up my man Deshaun Watson uh, just put in for some more PTO. Uh, so I had to bring back the one, the only, Steve-O, a.k.a. Steve Simmons. But just a quick word from our sponsors. Hey man, how you doing today? Not will be say good, but none of these bulls are getting on my nerve right now, so I'm not in the greatest mood. <laughs> hey, hey, look, the bulls are what they are, and I've said this um, time and time again. Until there's a change of culture, and what I mean by that, a complete rebuild from the top bottom. If not a sale of the team, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. The players that they have on uh, and their roster, it's just not going to win anything, man. It's 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 uh it's kind of bad, man. It's kind of bad. But we're here to talk about. Oh my God, you guys are losing to the Magic. <laughs> we're here, eighty four to seventy five. All right, we're here to talk about free Draymond. Before we go any further, Steve, I got to show you this clip because I came across this. I think you're gonna think it's hilarious. Uh, so I want to show it to you. Get your thoughts on it. Flair has really turned it off. This is what he likes the best. He talks always has something to say to them. Flair with that. But he needs to keep him hooked because even the champion. This is what this is what Draymond did to Rudy Gobert. He did not put him in no backdrop. You should have looked up Taz and with the Taz plexus. That's what he put in the bed. He choked that man out. He was like, Jody? I was <laughs> crying. Bro, when I tell you, I legit laughed for 30 minutes. 
I was sitting here hollering. I'm like, bro, you ain't never just grabbed that seven foot mug like that and drug him all the way to the other three point line. Y'all gotta realize he drugged that mug from the half court to the elbow. <laughs> like, what the, like, bro, hey, bro. Hey, don't touch my teammate. Don't touch my teammate. Let's break it down because I, first of all, think it was an overreaction. We complain all the time. What the suspension or just the whole thing? All of it. We'll go over reaction a little bit. We'll go from the beginning to the suspension. We complain all the time about sports are too soft. There's no competition. All the players want to do is just play buddy buddy with each other. There's no fierceness anymore. There's no rivals. It's too soft. That's the word here. It's too soft. It's too soft. Then the moment is no longer soft. We imprison them. Clay Thompson gets into a scuffle. And I mean, it happens. I mean, grabbing jerseys, whatever, rips Clay's jerseys. Draymond comes to the aid of his teammate and, you know, grabs Gobert because great, you know, Gobert decided to step in it. The reality is the real corporate culprit in this is Cat Carl Anthony Towns. Because he didn't do anything at all. Look at Gobert getting choked out and too. Him and Ant. Y'all ain't y'all ain't running from none of this one. Y'all sat there watch y'all do get choked out right before <laughs> y'all eyes. You sit here just talking some let go, man. Let go. Boy, I would have grabbed that donkey by his throat so fast, but get off my teammate. I would have did the same to him. But yeah, it was definitely over exaggeration. People talking about he didn't even do nothing, bro. He literally had his arm around Clay, clay chest. And he yeah. did the exact same position. He put clay in. He grabbed him the same way. Now I do believe this suspension did happen because you did decide to drag him all the way out to the elbow, which was too much. He let him go. <laughs> I was saying, like, let him go. Let him go. He was not let him go. But, hey, for everybody just ugly, like, like, um, you get mad dog this morning. Like, when it's never enough, there's always something with Draymond. I'm like, bro, anybody who, any teammate would want their teammate to step t- about their teammate like that. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Don't grab my teammate. Grab yours. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. I think that Draymond did what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to come to your teammates. Hey, he didn't throw a punch. Nope. He didn't incite violence. He didn't go into the stands. They kept it in a manageable arena uh, within the confines of the court. And he reacted. Yes, yes. He definitely pulled a WWE move on Gobert. But here's the, here's the other thing. How big is Gobert? 7'2". He couldn't fight back? Uh, bro, what about co-host this old Chicago Bulls said, bro? He's like, bro, I'm 7'2". I'm bucking. I'm headbutting him. Something. I'm going right. to bow. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Bow, I mean, it's so Speaking of wrestling, I watched too much wrestling. I would have backed up and made y'all us both fall so I could flip up off of you. Let's go. Like, you ain't finna have me in no toko. Let me ask you this question. What message is the NBA uh, sending with a five-game suspension? Do you think it was too much, too little, not enough? It was perfect. That was perfect. That was a perfect amount because, like I said, I feel like if he would have just got him away and let him go, it probably wouldn't have maybe not even been a suspension at all. But um, because he drug him out to the elbow of the other side of the court, I was like, all right, you did hold on a little bit too long. They probably going to give you about three to five. Now, everybody was talking about 10. I was like, come on now. Yeah, they were. He, he, he did not throw a punch. He didn't do none of that. 
He put that mug in a choco and then he let him go. It was a little too long, which is why he got that five. But to me, I was coming out that game like, yeah, he probably gonna get about three to five. That's that's about that's about right. Do you think we are entering into a phase where the NBA is testing how physical can we allow the game to recreate itself? Like, I think they've heard the chatter, right? And I think they have the analytics now to say, maybe there's something to letting the game be a bit more physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... Yeah. yeah, like that. For one, that whole the, the for one, nobody should be looking at the Clay and the McDaniel situation. Like that happens, you get tangled up. That's what happens. Right. And then he separated. He came, saw his player get touched by another player. He said, "Get off my player." And that's it is what it is. Like to me, these this is one of those situations. Like if you try to make a case for this, t- and we can't do it. This is a a terrible example to go by. It was never, it was nothing that serious. This happens on a nightly basis. It just, to me, I felt like what was wrong in that, that Jane and McDan- the only person that should have got ejected from that game was Draymond. That was literally it. Everybody else shouldn't have got ejected. I think, honestly, the perfect thing should have been technical two, flagrant two on both, probably just Draymond. I would have kept Draymond in the game, honestly. You choked that man. I get it. I, I don't blame him, but he choked that man. You got to think about it. He grabbed him in the middle of the half court, and he didn't let him go till they was like at the free throw line on the left side. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. To, that's a long time. That's a that's a long time. He could have. He could have. Could have did some real damage. He could have did some. But Clay, I mean, to your point earlier, Cat should have been grabbed him up. You sit here just helping him pull him away. I'm like, bro, if you grab him, no, nah, yeah, they weren't. They weren't gonna do that. Look, I want to talk about um, Fro Davis. The Lakers are turning it up. Is this a trend, or is this just you know in season tournament motivation? Quick word from our sponsors. Yo, 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 you're looking, listening, watching the best podcast on the planet, on YouTube. Second to none, but appreciative of all YouTube at CVMK, where it goes down. It is what it is. Show, the CVMK show. Yo, I want to I go over this stat line. This has been interesting to me. Box score for Anthony Davis. 27 minutes. 7 for 11, 11 rebounds, 19 points. Solid performance. LeBron James, 23, 6 for 11, 3 out of 6 for the three-point line. Nine rebounds, 16 points. And they pull away with the win. This is a balanced attack. Are the Lakers peaking too early, or is this just in-season motivation? They get hyped to play Memphis. Memphis is missing, you know, John Morant. Man, this not even a peak. This ain't this ain't nothing. Like this is it's too early to say anything. Like this man can go on another stretch tomorrow. Like they play tonight. It could be a bad game now. I'm watching them now. They play in Sacramento. So like 
it, it's just too early. Um, I wouldn't even say they're in the rhythm yet. They just got they just put a couple wins together. Like you don't to me, you don't get into a real rhythm until I see about a three to five game stretch when you playing real good basketball. And um for one, this team is always gonna be a, a health risk. You just waiting for the next person to get hurt. So as long as they stay healthy, they always gonna have that chance to gun out. But to see what this team really is, it's just way too early. Do you think that Anthony Davis is stabilizing or are we still we can only go off historical data and realize he's due for another, you know, he's due for another injury. He's definitely due for that. It's just that's just a, literally if if that's your been your life for the last three seasons, we'll be idiots not to do that way. Like he's he's just gonna get injured at some point. Like if 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 he don't get injured, I, I'm convinced God himself went down and touched him. <laughs> Ain't no way he's not gonna get injured. There's no way he's not gonna twist his ankle or something. Something's gonna happen. I, I have high hopes for AD. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that rest on that. I want to jump to the Chicago Bulls. No. <laughs> Hometown favorite. Losing currently 56 seconds left. 92 to 86. Six point game to the Orlando Magic. Uh, looking at it, uh, your high performers are Tory Craig, Andre Drummond with 14 rebounds, and Patrick Williams. I guess DeMar... Uh, and uh, Zach, Zach only has 13 points. Looking Zach at it, just literally not cared this whole game. And uh, looks like DeMar is a DNP, right? So, out for personal reasons, right? Gonna get traded probably. So, what, what is it? Is it should the Bulls start tanking now, or do you pull the plug? Do the big trade, do the box, you know, the I want to say midseason, early season trade, shuffle the deck, or do we ride with the horses that we have? You should have been glad you shouldn't have came in this year talking about we need to see you want to see this team one more time. You didn't need to see it one more time. It was done. It didn't work. Um you kept you we just been in a in a in a standstill of you just trying to make you just trying to make moves to make it to the playoffs, and that's all you're gonna do. And um, we never had a roster that was a legit threat. So, to me, I was like, I don't know why you be sitting here trying to even talk about extending DeMar or anybody else. Like, I mean, Vooch made sense to me. He'd been the most consistent player on the team. But DeMar was like, first of all, DeMar was just brought here just to keep Zach here so we can be a name in the league. That's literally the whole reason. It was to get into playoffs so we could get other people to come here. What you ain't been doing is getting people to come here to upgrade your team to become that contender. So now it's to the point where we don't have a point guard. You picked the wrong, get your coach, but you're not going to get rid of them because you resigned them after just one year of making the playoffs where we got destroyed. And we still don't even know how much you're getting paid, how much they signed you for, when, how long's the contract. We have no idea what it is. So we know you love Billy. He's going to be here for the foreseeable future. And this team currently, constructively, is not, it was never going to work. So it is what it is. Move on. Do something. You got to do something at this point because it's not going to hold up nothing. Who's staying? Who's leaving? Based off this game, DeMar, everybody could be gone. From mainly DeMar and Zach can be gone. Gotcha. But if I'm the front office, I'm moving tomorrow, and I'm keeping that. 
Cause it, cause you're just not gonna whatever all any call that you're getting for Zach right now is not you don't really want it. Cause they all from teams that's either competing or they don't have the draft capital that we want. So the, we ain't trading to like OKC. I don't care to trade Zach. But reality, OKC has a young core that I wouldn't trade anyone for. Um, I mean picks. That's what I want. Oh, picks, yeah. But I mean, yeah. he wouldn't fit in with you know Giddy, Chet. Um, yeah, they they another legit score. He could be at the number two over there. S, but isn't Chet the number two? Got SGA number one. I mean, I think I would want. Uh, I mean, Chet is a number two be, by nature. But if Zach going there, he's definitely going to be a number two. I think Zach takes away from SGA. Um, Not really. They, they, I, I don't see. I think OKC is primed for a run. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I don't think they'll do it. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. just saying, if we're going to trade Zach, that's a team I'm training to because they got the draft compensation. Right. I don't want to trade. I'm not looking at no Lakers. I don't want nobody on no Lakers. I'm not looking at no Clippers. I don't want nobody on Clippers. <laughs> I don't want nobody on the Heat. And y'all definitely don't have the draft compensation that we want. So no, no, you no. might as well keep Zach. You seen what worked with him. You seen when having a point guard, he was a, tw- a, a almost a twenty-seven point game scorer, and you put him next to somebody that his is basically his equal. True, that's the main problem. But at the same time, Zach got his faults too. His IQ is terrible. His decision making is terrible at times, and his shot making is terrible at times. But to me, it's all because one, you got a coach that don't really know how to use him correctly, and two, you just don't have a team built around him correctly. No, I agree. I agree. I think I think they have uh, sabotaged uh, Zach's development when they brought in Demar, uh, and I like Demar. I'm a huge fan. I just I like- am too. I just thought that they were the same player. I didn't. It didn't make sense. Exactly. And, you know. And um, when Lonzo went down, they didn't have a true facilitator. And then when they, Billy Donovan is, he's not connecting. He's not. I don't care what anybody says. He's not connecting with the Chicago Bulls. He's not connecting with the team. And it's time to look at. I, I'm not saying we just keep you know shuffling coaches. I think coaches don't get enough security in the NBA. You know, it's not like college where, you know, you can have a scandal and be back next week. You know, it's you no, no. Billy, I wasn't a fan of Billy coming in to begin with, but I'm I, like, because everything that I've seen him do on other teams, he's doing here. So, like, that's the main reason why I didn't want him, but, like, Billy is one of the biggest holes of this team because he don't adjust. He just sat there and let your team do whatever he wants to do. He'd be like, okay, y'all pros, y'all figure it out. You can't do that. You got to have feeling for the game. You got to know when and where to put people in. This man changed rotations every game. True. So it's, it's no consistency. Is dumb play calls. He's not an excellent old guy. His relationships with the players is terrible. It, 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 all around is just bad. True. True enough. You know what team we haven't talked about enough are the Dallas Mavericks. They kill. Uh, they kill. They are winning. Will win today. Then. The fourth quarter, three left, 125-106. Um, Tim Hardaway, 31. Um, Derek Lively, 17 points, nine rebounds. Luca, 25-69. I don't think Kyrie played today. He didn't. Um, has 
is Dallas this dark horse that is sneaking up on us and we're just not going to be... They got the potential, bro. I ain't going to sit there and lie to you. Like, it, it's definitely early to say they are the dark horse, but they de- they definitely had the potential. The way they playing, picking up Derek Lively was a sneaky good pick. He's yeah. definitely the type of center they've been needing, and uh, he's been doing everything. And, of course, having Tim Hardaway healthy is a definitely a big help, something they haven't been receiving ever such, but yeah, um, and then you just got Kyrie sitting back when he does play, shutting up and play basketball. So that's good too. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks. We'll be back with some more sports because I want to cover football because Deshaun, Deshaun on vacation right now. Deshaun Watson will be coming back. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBNK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbnkglobal.store. Oh, WWW, I was looking around like, where's my, I got it over there, my stuff, I wanted to show y'all the way, but y'all seen it before, I want y'all to get it today, y'all, the best protein on God's planet, www.cbnkglobal.store, you want protein, which protein should I get, the way, you know why, because it's the way, get it today at www.cbnkglobal.store, UCBNK. Code 20% off at discount. When you check out, you'll see it's a discount code. I'm telling y'all, you don't know what you're missing. And get superpower. You're slipping if you're not getting superpower. Okay, look. Deshaun Watson. Today was announced. He needs shoulder surgery. An MRI revealed that he has a displaced fracture to the glenoid in his right shoulder. He will miss. The remaining of the season, which is fine because all of his money is guaranteed. Now, this is the the risk of sports, particularly football in a contact sport. Injuries are part of the game. They're going to happen. But because of Deshaun's unique environment and situation, it just seems like (laughs) bad karma, right? I think is the best way to say it. Cleveland, you can't do anything. It's on the books. No team to me is going to trade for Deshaun, right? What do you do in the future? Do you continue or is this going to be the end of Deshaun Watson? You got to continue. And I want to continue anyway. I mean, I would continue because, like, this man, we've seen this man get hurt. In this last game, twice he hurt his shoulder and twisted his ankle at the same play, and finished the game fourteen to fourteen. So that's why I was so because he was just getting his groove back. The last few weeks was starting looking good, and then you just got this. It's just like dang. But like at the same time, like what, like I've been saying to people, like dude, you name me another quarterback that just got it right after missing that much time away. Like that normally just don't happen, and it it is what it is. Like it, it, it is what it is. Like that was your fault. You decided to get this man the most amount of money possible, right? But like, hey, you wanted it. I, I, I like it wasn't the 
the, the best decision but to me people trying to make it like that was just a crazy decision it wasn't crazy like the dude what you seen before like the dude was doing mvp stuff with nothing around him and um he had one of the highest qb ratings most one of the top yard leading yards that year with, with the texans in a disgruntled place where he wanted to leave and yet yeah. still put up great numbers yeah I mean, so it's, like it's it's still there to me so in 2020 through almost 5,000 yards 4,800 4,823 average nine yards per throw 33 TD seven interceptions QBR of 63 but a rating of 112 this year 1100 yards seven TDs four QBR 44 I think um obviously Deshaun was coming back and you can't expect the same level of performance in year one, right? Just like Aaron Rodgers next year mm-hmm. is not going to look like Aaron Rodgers two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, you know, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is even is it is a Rod. I'm not even going to say that, you know, because a Rod always shocks me. Um, but when you have sustained that level of trauma to the body, sometimes I wonder, you know. Uh, he's right-handed, right? Yeah. Right. So, you know, ligament, right shoulder, you know, the the rehab, you know, 2024 could possibly be a wash, maybe. Right? So we're looking at maybe 2025. Yeah. You know, uh, are, if you're the Cleveland Browns and you're, you're going to do bad, right? You're already doing bad. Um, you get the draft pick and you got a Bo Nix. Uh-huh. At a Shador, you got a Jordan Travis, you have a Drake May, you have a well, they're probably not gonna Caleb, but let's just I'm say you have none of those. Not getting <laughs> I'm just saying you have names out there. Do you draft a QB? Nah. Well, you not, they're not gonna be in a situation too because their defense is too good. Like they're still yeah. gonna win games after this because their defense is that good. And they don't, and the rookie they got. During during Thompson Robson, he did some impressive things in the play. And I mean, I've seen this whole. I've been seeing this month since high school. As the dudes play a wide receiver in high school, star player quarterback his what senior year, which is UCLA had a career year there. He yeah. got drafted, and he's he looked pretty solid. And the reason I'm excited for it because he he got a lot of similarities to um Deshaun. So it, it's not they don't really have to change the playbook up for him. That's fair. But yeah, I, I'm, to me, you're not really in a position to be looking at anybody else now. Like if you if you want to like I don't know, look at like Josh Dobbs at the situation. Like he was on your team at the beginning of this year, so that's kind of your fault. He was on the preseason squad with Dorian Thompson Robinson. So hey, if you want to go that route, I'm a, I won't be mad if you're there. If you're looking for like a backup that to lead you into next year until he comes back or wherever the, the case may be, then do that. But I still feel like you should. You, hey, you you made your bed not lying. It. Ooh, that's tough. That's, that's tough. a lot of money, but hey, that's your that's your fault. That's your fault. All right, one more break, and then I want to discuss something I didn't tell uh, Steve about this, but I'm gonna throw it on. It's always a surprise because on it. The CVMK Show, that's what we do here because it is what it is. Quick word from our sponsors. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower Pre-Workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. 
It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. I'll get the superpower. www.cvkglobal.store You don't want to do leg day or any other day without it. www.cvkglobal.store Hey, so Candace Parker put out I'm going to say put out, her team put out a documentary and it well, it was kind of that wasn't like a documentary. I was I was chilling around the house on Sunday. Where was I? What, what my bad, my know? bad, my bad. I was chilling around the house on Sunday, and um, it was a Saturday or Sunday, Saturday. And I'm like Candace Parker, and they were just playing all the stuff with Candace Parker. And I thought to myself, is Candace Parker the goat? No, oh, one of. Hear me out. <laughs> hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out before you just. <laughs> Hey, no. Have come we come, have we underestimated Candace Parker? And what at retrospect? Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like, I don't think we understand her contribution to basketball. Why you say that? I feel like she's well respected around. I, I, you know, only because I don't. Because I feel like I feel like. Like now, you know, and, and there's no diss. Like, I love Asia Wilson, you know. Uh, amazing. She's amazing. I mean, and she's AKA like cold, right? But I feel like sometimes we forget when the WNBA didn't have ESPN contracts, right? Like, yeah. who was balling trying to keep the league afloat? When no, I can't say nobody, but when it wasn't trying to get pushed, when you didn't have the commercials from the NBA players talking about basketball is basketball and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Candace Parker has been a spokesperson for the league and has performed. She has, is it four rings now? Yeah, two with the yeah. Lakers, two with like Lakers Sparks, one with the Sky. And another one with the Aces. You know, she didn't really play yeah. last season. Should we throw her in the GOAT conversation or does she not have enough stats to back it up? I mean, she definitely had the stats, but like, if, if like, because of this last ring, like, that ring kind of is kind of like none and void because you didn't really contribute. Like, if she did and it was a huge contribution, maybe, but. I can name like three to four, four to five almost. That's I put before. It, it's just like Tamika Catchings, Lauren Jackson, Diana Tarazi. Like it, it's a lot of people you can put. Like Maya Moore. I put like, Maya Moore. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of like super. Like it's a lot of yeah. like, like it's a. I think what it is. I think that we don't realize how many actually talented women was in the game before her because yeah. a lot of these they they got the um they have the um accolades because of what basically how the league was at the time because I feel like back in the day they did actually market the, the women way more better than they, the current product but even cuz even with the without the ESPN contracts we knew who Lisa Leslie was that's true. We knew who Tamika Ketchings was. That's true. 
I I know who they all these players are, but I I say Adrian Wilson and some people like who, and that shouldn't be the case, right? Like she should be like a Candace. Everybody know who Candace was because she was in that age. She was in that age bracket where it was the the, the blend between the like the older WNBA towards the newer. Now where they were still marketing well, and plus she was a spark. But to me. If she would have got this ring legit this year, then I would have been like, "Nah, you can't have that. You can't be can't you can't have that conversation yet." She went next year, and she do some real stuff. All right, ain't no ain't no question about it. Then she got five of them boys. Right, right. Well, she could be, you know, she could be, she could be the Bill Russell of the WNBA. I don't even know if she got the most rings. No, Tamika got like five or six. Tamika, I think she got like. Three or four. I know Lauren and them got a couple. That's Maya why I, has like four. But like Maya had straight. She did like a three beat. Like uh, Maya said, I'm getting four and I'm getting married. Forget y'all. Maya quit. Maya retired in her prime. Bro, I was so salty, bro. I was so salty because she was like, she was one of those one women I was watching. I was like, dude, she like a dude playing. Maya, Maya Moore. Has four WNBA championships, 2011, 2013, 2015, and 2017. Uh, MVP in 2014 and 2013, so back-to-back MVPs. Uh, All-Star Game MVP 2015, 2017, and 2018. Two Olympic goals in 2012 and 2016. And I think that's what will help her, the Olympics. She gets some more gold, that'll probably help her. My, Maya Moore, I don't think the WNBA knew what they had in Maya. And Maya just didn't care. I won't say I didn't care, but there was other things more important. She, yeah, that's what I was saying. She didn't care, but she did. Yeah, right. Because Maya Moore arguably could have about seven, eight rings right now. (laughs) I like. She easily have a six. Right, she would have a six. I don't. That was that was their MJ, and they didn't. They didn't. They didn't even realize it. They didn't realize it was their MJ. She she was like mellow woman. She was like mellow to me. Uh, But that mellow that won. Mellow, oh, man. <laughs> that sounds bad when I say it, but it's true. Mellow that was. All right, my man. One last question. I'm gonna let you go. The Detroit Lions, who are the hottest team in the league, are playing the Chicago Bears this Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, Week 11. I got the Bears losing by 30. Who you have? I don't know, but I think it's gonna be a good game. Actually, it depends. If because this the thing. I, I understand how they win games. They win games because they set up the run offense. They got a good running game, and they play action off of it all day, and that's why their offense is so potent because if you can't stop the run, it's going to open up the, the play action. Right. We got one of the best. If if anything elite about this team, it's our run defense. <laughs> and if we stop them, they ain't going to be able to play action like that, which is going to be able to leave us into a situation where we can have a shootout. But who are you going to have a shootout with? What you mean? I mean, who's playing quarterback? Justin playing. He's starting. Justin starting for real? That's a fact. It was announced this morning. All right. Well, I don't have them losing by 30. I got to lose them by 15. They're still losing, though. They're not, he's not going to change the outcome of the game. I think he can. We'll see. But that's why we have this. Hey, we're playing way better defense now. The offense line accurate right sometimes. Our center and our left guard still suck. But uh, I feel like with, with Badger, we didn't have a chance. With right. Fields, you always going to have a chance because he's a threat. 
yeah, athletically he is. Yeah, but that's the whole point of people. People always say athletically, this ain't nineteen twenty three no more. You don't. <laughs> I don't need uh, my quarterback that can't move in a pocket to throw all day. That's true. I don't. Every if you look at every quarterback that's come out of college, that must say dual threat, dual threat, dual threat, dual threat, dual threat. threat. That's true. It is what we're not in the league where we need <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger's no more. Big Ben can run though. Big Ben could escape. He couldn't run. It's a difference. He was just as big as the dudes was in though. That's why. Bro, that man was so top heavy. I didn't understand how he could run. It looked so it looked like it you have it looked like if a tower had legs. It'd be Ben Roethlisberger. Literally. Bro, Ben the body ben, don't move. You just see little legs grunting. Look, between him and Dante Culpepper, they 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 made you rethink what a quarterback could look like. Because those dudes were seriously top heavy. Steve O, man, it's been a pleasure. Where can the people connect with you, man? Follow me at Steve Speak on Instagram X, uh, NBA Central, as well as Chicago Bears Central and the rest of the Centrals. Y'all connect with them. You know what to do. YouTube, CVNK, hit like, share, subscribe. It is what it is underscore show. CVNK underscore global. CVNK33. www.cvnkglobal.store. And until next time, guys. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.